Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, Joint Boys, Joint Joint Boys, Andrews, Bass Andrews, really not wrong. How are things? Almost perfect. I, I'm almost completely well uh, slept. I was, I was listening to the. I took. I tried to take a nap. I, I was listening to the National Review podcast. I was just about. Unconscious, which is a dream come true because it's kind of rare during a nap when that actually ever happens. And then I get a phone call asking me how to purchase a lottery ticket in the state of Massachusetts. <laughs> right, perfect phone. It was a perfectly executed phone call. Well done. It was right at that very moment where I was just about to be out. I don't buy a lot of lottery tickets, okay? okay? Well, do you feel lucky? Are you going to win the Mega Millions? Well, no. But uh, let's not get off the point here. The, the, <laughs> the needing to call me. Can I they do they take cat? Can I use this card or can I not? What am I? Al scratch ticket here? I don't know. And he said, "Like where can I get them?" When I said, "Well, the food mart down the street has thing." Is it the normal cashier or is there another? It was not pla- the normal cashier, by the way. Alice, it's on the Alice, side. That, that store is twenty feet by twenty feet inside. Swivel your head around and look to see where to do the lottery ticket. I can't believe this. Why am I so hot right now? Check one, two. Check one, two. Hello. All right. So that's your yelling at. So you're in trouble for that. <laughs> okay. Uh, if we win the lottery tickets, I, uh, if we win the lottery, how much is it? $830 million. Okay. So uh, obviously we get divorced. Why would we get divorced? Because I'm saying I'm out of here. I bought the tickets. No, no, no. After I get the money. No, you're not getting the money. Yes, I am getting the money, and then I'm going to leave and live a bachelor life and visit you people occasionally. <laughs> no. You may have kids. No. No fight there, Alice, which is a really nice <laughs> thing, so you know, no painful custody battles. That's all you. You can have the dog. You can have the house. All of this stuff belongs to you. 
We'll keep a bedroom I will warm with... for you here anytime. Thank you. Thank you. I may stop in very occasionally if uh, if my G5 or We'd whatever love is to have you anytime. Uh, parks around here somewhere. In my travels, Alice, I may be around. You never know. I'm going to be knee deep in cocaine and hookers <laughs> and. No, yes. you can't do that. What do you mean? Models and and I'll just I want... keep pretending we're still married. I'll just live here. And what else do I have to do when that happens? Uh, I'm going to Epstein Island. All the things that the I very think it's closed. What? It's a rite of passage for the very rich and famous. And I want to. I'm going to make um, uh, handsomely uh, landing rockets like Musk does. I want to be up with him. I want all the great things that great people get, Alice. Mm-hmm. And I want people. Uh, I don't think that great people do a lot of cocaine and hookers. Do you not watch TV, The Wolf of Wall Street, all that stuff? No. I want to be an alpha, Alice, with cool cars. That seems so, like, And I'm getting all sorts of tats, and I'm going to very expensive rehabs, only to rebound afterwards and to to reach... What happens when you go after you go to... Relapse. To relapse afterwards. Doesn't matter. There's a whole circuit of... High-priced rehab. Well, it sounds like there. I'll be getting the money back from you very shortly after. <laughs> no, you win the and lottery. I'm getting arrested. I'm going to be I think caught you're going to probably live only another I'm, couple I'm months. I'm going to be arrested afterwards. in my Lambo with an unregistered firearm in the car. <laughs> All those things I'm doing. I want to live the the life in the fast lane life that I should have earned that i deserve to imagine all the homeschool materials i'll be able to buy. <sighs> Loser, <laughs> wasted on you. Wasted on you. Can you imagine me, the cigarette boat, <laughs> spitting up, um, uh, you know, pollution and smoke right onto uh, toasts. Me and the kids will take nice vacations. While she's though. in her Rockport getaway. Absolutely, this is the kind of things I am doing. The kids and I will I go want on nice vacations. around the pool, eighty style hair, way high hair. Exactly. I am living the life. You know what? I'm also going to be gay sometimes too. <laughs> Because I'm going to be that interesting, and trans, as a matter of fact, I'm going to be that interesting. The most interesting person in the world, I'm going to also, at the same time, because I'm a very good liberal, I'm going to talk about whose land I've stolen. Mm-hmm. I'm going to change my name to a symbol. I'm doing all the stuff, Alice. Oh, Jesus. And I am... Don't stop using the name of our sorry. Lord and fame, sorry. my dear. Please. Well, I'm going to be rich enough soon that I will buy the rights to be able to do that without it being blasphemy. I'm going to get a a um, waiver from the church. You, you can can't do that. take it with you, honey. You can do that when you're famous. Somebody, they, they, mm-hmm. they let you grab them. Oh, all right. Now I'm in a better mood. <laughs> I'm glad things have looked up for you so much. Wow, that is good to know. Um, so I asked the kids. They wanted to know if um, they wanted to get a limo. If we win the lottery. Yeah, I heard somebody say that. And then uh, Sally asked if she could have $100 if we win the lottery. <laughs> so I said, yeah. Fools. <laughs> what else did they say? Can we get a house cleaner? Yeah. And um, yeah, that was like all they house asked house cleaner for. is going to be in the form of a bulldozer. <laughs> no, yes. I like this house. Negative. Just fix a lot of things about it, but it will, I mean. Well, I won't be around for any of this. <laughs> okay. I'm going to be an Aspen. No, you're going to no, be... No, I'm going to be with Ted uh, Von Hitler there, the guy. Who's the World Bank guy? Klaus Schwab. Yes, he's my new guy. Him and Soros. Those are my new guys. I'm part of that crew now. <laughs> um, okay, Al, something happened in the White House today that made me think to myself, should I 
A, go outside and try to pick weeds. Or B, um, start to go to the store and get all the stuff for tacos, Taco Tuesday, like mm-hmm. we said. Or three, uh, affix a vacuum hose from the um, tailpipe of the car, in, put it back into the car, and take my own life. Because I'm I'm just finished here. Okay. And so um, the suicide was edged out by taco purchase. <laughs> but this is where uh, where I was today. This is Kamala Harris with a group of people in the sorry in the vice president's Oval Office, which is a thing new to Kamala, as far as I can tell. Where she has a little pretend uh, resolute desk behind her. She's in a long table, and she's got some women at the conference table with her, all of whom are wearing masks, with one noticeable asterisk which i noticed earlier and i thought this has got to be doctored video that i'm seeing but here's kamala's uh introduction Uh, good afternoon i want to welcome these leaders for coming in to have this very important discussion um, about some of the most pressing issues of our time I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I am a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. And, um... Okay. I'm Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. Obviously insane leftist pander. I am a woman... Unnecessary. Sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. Mm Mm-hmm. So... We continue. Thank you. Sorry. Okay. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. Nope. Nope. What's going on? Thank you, Madam Vice President. My my pronouns are she, her. I'm a white woman with long brown hair. I'm wearing red uh, a red dress, and I'm wearing a see-through mask so you can see my red lips. <laughs> okay. That woman's got a see-through mask so you can see her red lips through her mask. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's another one. Um, I am a black woman with curly hair, and I am wearing a vintage black and floral dress. Um, I'm a... Uh, okay. ...the space to have this critical conversation. Uh, I'm a Latina with uh, blonde highlighted hair and I'm wearing a gray blazer over a black shaped dress. Okay. So now while you're doing that, the, the, the woman with the red thing and the mask that has a big window in it so we can see her red, see lips. red lips is looking over her and it looks like a, a, an open uh, Homer Simpson mouth. <laughs> it does. So, so this is effing insane. So... No, hold on. Okay. Hold on before you step on. I know. Okay. So this is totally and utterly insane. The idea that she has to say, I am Kamala Harris, my pronouns are she and her, already, already, that's, you know, insane talk, but we're playing insane. And I'm sitting at the table, doesn't need, we don't need to know that, wearing a blue suit. So um, this is what I'm say, going to be saying. This is insanity. It's all insanity. These people are all engaging in insane activities. Mm-hmm. All of them. All of them. 
Now, I've read all of the uh, accounts and reports and all the people saying, how dare they? How dare people criticize this? When they find out what this was, that this is about the Americans with Disabilities Act, they're going to be feeling terrible. This is terrible that people are saying this. Would you make fun of somebody for whatever? People are helping because they're they're trying to make it easy for people to see and hear people who are, can't, etc. I don't know if anybody there was disabled. Maybe they were. Whatever. Fine. Regardless, this is insane, and it's mixed up. It's not. It's it's showing. I'm going to do a little bit of an exercise for you that really should be, if anything, just insulting. And it's well, the whole the idea is that the, all these people are ahead of are head up woke groups that advocate for disabled people in some way. Mm-hmm. And since um, since the road decision, disabled people shockingly are much more susceptible to dying during pregnancy and need abortions even more than everybody else. So there you go. That's the that's the the, the thing. This is such a hodgepodge mix match, and I don't care if people are going to say you did. How dare you? This is idiocy. And it's hiding in, under this uh, attempt at trying to be trying to cater to disabled people. We're going to be doing something a little more disabled today because we're the, under the huge umbrella of disabled people. So I'm going to have to tell you that. Well, first of all, we're all still going to wear masks. So anybody trying to read lips, f off. Sucks to be you. Except Window Girl. Except Window Girl, exactly. Who's showing everybody else up, so she gets to. <laughs> I am a little bit less ableist than all the rest exactly. of you. Exactly, and you know, it for a lot of people, it's not going to help that she says she's wearing a blue dress because a lot of people won't, it will never have known what blue is. That I am a woman. What is a woman now? They know what a woman is. We don't know. We're fine with them. Doesn't really help. You know, if you hadn't confused what a woman is, those who could hear you would hear it in your voice that you're a woman anyway. So they would know, and they know what that means because they were taught. To, I mean, to, some people might even who like listen to a lot of stuff might even recognize that that's the vice president's voice and know exactly who she is, exactly. right? And I don't know. It's it's so disingenuous for them to jump out here and say like that's for people with disabilities so they can know what's going on. No, it's not. It has nothing no. to do with that because it's absolutely irrelevant to the conversation they're having. What they're wearing, right? Mm-hmm. And Everybody has been listening, for example, to the radio or podcasts for years without, I mean, with the radio for decades without seeing what the people are wearing while they're talking to you, right? It's one thing if you're like playing a video and trying to describe what's in it. I mean, like, that's the way I think of it because radio is like the perfect example because that's the medium that you listen to but you don't see the people and it is sometimes a little disorienting when you like get into a new radio show or podcast before Mm -hmm. you're kind of familiar with everybody's voice and you're not sure who's talking and stuff it takes a while for you to build up sort of that mental picture in your head um for lack of a better word because it's not really like a visual mental picture but that sort of the map of like what the show is and who's there and their personalities and stuff right so but everybody's been doing that without knowing what clothes people were wearing when they did it. And this round table about disabilities, there's no reason nobody cares what you're wearing. You could just as easily listen to an audio replay of the uh, meeting about disabilities and not lose anything. Because who cares that you're wearing a vintage floral dress and you're a Latina or you're an African-American woman? Oh, do we even say... We don't say African-American anymore. Sorry. A black mm. woman with curly hair or that you're wearing a mask with a window. Like we can just hear the words 
Or we can transcribe the words and read them if we're hearing impaired. And then that's the end of the whole thing. Like, there doesn't need to be anything else that happens here. Well, also, you know, it is kind of interesting. Why is it so important important that the deaf and blind person know that the race of the person talking? They don't have to know the race of the person talking, obviously. I mean, like, and then they much less do they have to know what they're wearing today. I mean, and, and we saw this last year with that Microsoft conference where mm-hmm. everybody did that. I'm surprised they didn't do the stolen yeah. land thing here, too. But, you know, this is like a trend that they're doing more and more at these types of, like, conferences and important things. And it's just a total unseriousness of it. But, of course, nobody needs to know what you're wearing at the disabilities conference. I mean... Maybe if you know a lot of people are going to be listening without getting the visual and you're like showing a chart or something, you would describe what's on the chart. Sure. Right. I mean, uh, I don't know, but but there's no reason anybody has to know what type of mask you're wearing or what outfit you have on today. Like you're it's right. not relevant the, uh, to the any information that anybody is, would need. None to know. of this stuff is helpful. All this is shows is that they're giving a nod showing that yeah we're nice and wokey so we're gonna waste some time here Mm -hmm. doing some absurd things for you you know what it is like so um we had a thing when i was in fourth grade we did um we had elderly pen pals in town and then at the end of the school year they came to visit our classroom and we like did a presentation and sang a little song or whatever and each kid had to step forward and introduce themselves and you were supposed to say your name and how old you were so a bunch of people had to then not just say, like, I'm nine or I'm ten. They had to be like, I'm nine and three quarters or like, I'm ten and eleven twelfths or something. Mm-hmm. Right. And there had to be that one kid. And this is like see through mask girl who's like, just so that people can see my lips moving because just in case who told us how many three sixty fifths of a year he was old. <laughs> It's like you just have to like be a little more special. Uh, you have to give a little bit more information than everybody needs. I'm just gonna like add a little extra for people here, so you can see that I'm like extra nuanced and interesting, just in case you weren't interested. I noticed Kamala didn't give us her race. Yeah, that's right. Kamala didn't give us her race. I, I mean, mean, like, how is that for the people with disabilities? They don't know that you're an. Indian slash black woman with shoulder length brown hair. I mean, like, how far are we taking this? Right. No, that's the point. And I think that they'll start making it longer and longer. At some point, somebody's going to say, this has been 15 (laughs) minutes here. We've only got 25 minutes and we're all doing intros here to what we are and what we're wearing and what's with this and that. I mean, I remember somebody saying um, who works in IT to us that um, it was making everybody crazy because in email threads, everybody at the company they work at has all their pronouns and stuff there. Mm -hmm. So and they all keep their email signatures on through all the replies. So like you're starting as you the thread gets long, you're starting to sift through everybody's like she, hers and like all their pronouns on every email signature. And it's like expanding the length of everything everybody has to do and then now if you add what stolen land you're occupying and what you're wearing and your race and gender and i mean like everything else like <laughs> well, hey, not only that but like even with all the COVID updates and the, the democrats have been doing this forever but republicans and blue states do it you don't need one third of the tv screen to be a wildly animated uh sign language person you don't i'm sorry you don't need that pr- i hate those people 
I assume they all they are all able. To, what happened to closed captioning, by the way? Right. Doesn't that just work the but, same? But, but also, why are these wildly animated people over there doing it with their floppy, naturally grayed hair? And you know, and like, I'm so. Did that exist before COVID? Because I feel like did, that started uh, around the extent. time of COVID. It start, that, Ob- like, Obama everybody... was big with that. He started to bring that in. <sighs> but it's also, it's like in the state of Massachusetts for the COVID thing. You're, there's like a there's I know I'll get this number wrong and maybe we'll actually get enough attention to. Mm-hmm. Are you dealing with maybe maybe a thousand people who are reading sign language while they're watching? Well, I would have to think that through much of the country there are way more people who speak Spanish as a first language mm-hmm. than are deaf. Yeah, you're so right. why don't we have a live translator well, speaking Spanish right over the governor well, every time the they thing. talk? Maybe there should be the same way those uh, those race hustlers come into rich white women's houses to have dinner and call them racist. Mm-hmm. Maybe there should be one composite of all the things we feel guilty about embodied by some person in the corner. So one, it can be somebody who's disabled, certainly trans, by LGBTQ plus IA, some, somebody who's Indian, so whose land we stole, um, somebody who's uh, short and fat and tall and thin. Or some, there should be somebody. We need somebody who can, who can embody all of the guilt we feel, who could just say, uh, hey, I'm, I'm how much you suck or something, so that we can sp- save time. I guarantee you, Alice, is going to move to something like that. It's going to. This is so important to these people. <sighs> to talk about how how disabled people are are uh, are disproportionately affected by this decision, uh, do you think uh, disabled people in the womb uh, maybe uh, it should be a topic here that's brought to the table at all in decisions that are made around that? Do you think they went deep into that? Mm, I think they probably gl- glossed right over that one and skipped onward. So, um, I had a great name for this episode, and I've already forgotten it. I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry about that. But, um, am I, did you already spend too much time on the monkeypox thread on your radio show and you're sick of it? Or are we No, I don't care. I mean, I, mean I, I don't think we should read it, like, at least as constituted. Um, I can read it and modify a bit. Okay, go ahead. So, um... So anyway, there was this amazing thread that was on Twitter last night, and it's deleted, but people have screenshotted it, which I just thought was like so perfectly encapsulated the entire monkeypox thing. And it's this guy, uh, Babe the Pig Boy, Babe Rogers XXX on Twitter, who uh, makes his living on like OnlyFans and stuff like that. And a podcast. And he has a podcast and a Patreon if you feel like, uh, you know, paying for his content, if that's what you're into, I guess. Um, But uh, let me know when you're ready. And I've got some excerpts from the podcast, but do it at the right time. If you want to fill people in first. If you want to. Yeah. Um, So he writes, hi. So I have monkeypox. Not fishing for any sort of sympathy, but since I'm already known for being pretty unabashed on the internet, I figured I'd give an honest account of how I got it and how my symptoms manifested to hopefully educate anyone curious. I mean, that's nice of him. So strap in. So this whole saga really begins mid-June. When I managed to finally catch COVID, all in all, thanks to a long COVID cough that just wouldn't quit, I ended up completely isolating for three full weeks, not being able to beep, be intimate, or make any content. Not be able to what? Have sex? Be intimate, yeah. Oh, you said the F word. No, he said have any. Sex. Mm-hmm. 
So he said sex? Yes. Okay. Is that... Sh- I thought so you wanted me to edit. That? Alice, compared to what he's about to say, <laughs> this, don't, you don't have to change the PG okay. stuff, else. Okay. Is sex PG? Yes, yeah, sex is PG. Okay. He was not able to have any sex. Did you manage to buy lottery tickets tonight or did <laughs> yes, that not I work? Did. Okay. I did. Uh, he was not able to have sex for three full weeks or make any porn mm-hmm. for three weeks, which mm-hmm. is a hardship on anyone, I think. Needless to say, I was desperate to get back to work. Like, yes, I'm a slut and all that, but sex is both my life and my livelihood. If I'm not making content, I can't pay my bills. So I finally got back into the swing of things and attended a friend's birthday. Uh, do I, I should edit that word, right? Is it a something bang? No. It begins with O. Birthday. Oh, orgy. You can say orgy. Okay. I That's attended, about as far as we go. Attended a friend's birthday orgy Saturday the 9th. I had been watching the news on monkeypox, but the general feelings on it were really, and still are developing by the day. So I, nor anyone else, was especially worried, especially since there had only been two confirmed cases in my entire county, and this group was all locals, and the host of that group was a good friend and a nurse, so I trusted their judgment in still having the event happen. It was a great time. I think I came into sexual contact with somewhere in the ballpark of 15 to 20 different men. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. <laughs> Some people don't come into sexual contact with that many men in their entire lives. I would say many people probably don't. I think so. I think that's a remarkably productive day if you're into <laughs> I think so. hooking up. In all the following days, once I was back to being sexually active, I made sure to check in with my body to make sure I wasn't experiencing any symptoms. As based on all the research I'd done, MP was only contagious when you're having symptoms. The following Monday, I was feeling totally fine. Filmed with two daddies. Had a great time. Still definitely no symptoms. I knew I had plans made to go to another orgy on Thursday. So I took the days leading up off from sex to minimize any risk of getting or spreading anything. That's responsible mm-hmm. of him. Well, he's got... Uh, he's only up to... Let's see. This is being responsible. 15 to 20 men filmed with two daddies. So he's somewhere in 15, 17 to 22 sure. right now. So for the week. So Thursday comes around, and by this point, I'd gotten pretty nervous about MP. Like I said, it seemed like every day the conversation was getting more and more intense. So I spent the whole day doing research and reaching out to medical friends to get their opinions. Pretty much everyone and everything said the same thing. There's only a few cases in your county. Risks are incredibly low at this point. So I made the educated risk to attend the orgy on Thursday. That's (laughs) the entirety of what his medical friends told him? 
They didn't say... Um, Skip the orgy? Yeah, but maybe you don't grab 25 guys again in one day. <laughs> Babe Rogers. Um, uh, wowzers, did that blow up in my face in the end? So, this orgy was a golden... Go ahead. Golden showers orgy? Yes. He uses a different word that begins with P. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, it was a golden... You know, tra- in, in his defense, he's perfectly descriptive in his version. Yes. Yes. It's perfectly. It, it's exactly what it sounds like. I would assume not having knowing what that is at all. This orgy was a golden showers orgy thrown by some friends. Even though it wasn't officially affiliated with it, it was advertised as a pre-wet and hot orgy. Wet and hot being a big golden showers kink event that happens in Palm Springs. Duh. It was what it brought me to Palm Springs the first time I visited. It had actually been canceled the two years prior thanks to COVID, so people were really intent on coming to this one. And plenty of people who were flying into town from all over the place, including places where MP was way more prevalent, were attending... Imagine having to wait a whole year to whiz on somebody. <laughs> were attending this orgy. Two years. It was canceled two years oh, in a no. row. They have not had Alice. wet and hot in Palm Springs in two years. So I attended the orgy... Have a great time. Guzzled a metric ton of human... We'll bleep that out. Mm-hmm. I think I had sexual contact with around 15 men, similar to the orgy on Saturday. Had a great time. Met some great people. Then stumbled my uh, something drunk ass home. On Friday, I had a few quick hookups with local guys. Three total. Well, you want to so take- if you're keeping track at home, he was up to 37 after this 15, and now three more. So he's up to 40 for the week. Um, Friday, I had a few quick hookups with local guys, three total. And on Saturday, I have a four-way with some local uh, pigs. Nothing. A, on- a pig is not what you think. It's not a. It's, it's, it's not, not a, an animal or a police officer in this case. It is a word for somebody who enjoys the bottom portion, I believe. Of uh, yeah, I'll read you the uh, okay. This from the article of on masculinity and the ethics of porosity in post-AIDS gay porn. Please, um, I've read it, of course. <laughs> Go ahead. Pig is a term used by some gay men to self-define themselves in terms of their own sexual practices, which they regard as transgressive, pushing the limits of the body and its integrity through relentless condomless penetrations, uh, stretching the. Okay, Alice. Okay, okay. okay. It's great. <laughs> Seems fun. Okay. Well, uh, okay. Uh, but you, as long as you didn't say sex, that was good. Nothing on Sunday, though I did make plans to film the following Thursday rather than on Monday when I usually film, which would turn out to be a good thing. Come Monday, my cough seems to be back. I don't think much of it as I was still experiencing that intermittent long COVID cough I mentioned, but this it was back with quite a vengeance. I opted to wait till Thursday to do any um, sex just to be sure. Tuesday is when the bleep hits the fan. Cough is still bad, but come evening and a wave of exhaustion suddenly hits me. I get in bed around 7.30. Really? That could be anything. (laughs) I mean, thinking maybe I'll get some extra sleep and I realize I can literally feel the heat coming off my skin. I must have a fever. It's starting to sink in now. I screw my courage to the sticking place, literally, and reach down and... Oh! Sorry. (laughs) Well, he feels. Okay, okay. There it is. Little bumps. Okay. I had the pox. 
I immediately message my doctor and let him know and tell him I'm going to call my local disease control tomorrow. Nothing more about his places. <laughs> okay. Stupidly, I'm hoping they can retroactively give me the vaccine to at least make this not as severe. But if you're already having symptoms, there's no point. I just feel worse and worse as the night goes on. I'm scalding to the touch, but even under three blankets, I couldn't get warm. Every time I stood up, my head would throb and the room would spin. And I'm just so, so sad and upset to have this literally right after COVID. Currently, it's now my second full day of symptoms. I went and got tested, and while those results won't be back for a few days, the doctor could confirm it's MP. Still, my lymph nodes aren't swollen, and I don't have any lesions on lesions on my hands, so hopefully this is the more mild version. Tracing it back, it's pretty clear I had my exposure at the Thursday orgy with the out-of-towners. The timing... Oh, that was the one. <laughs> All the, 73 encounters, that one... <laughs> that one sticks out. Diff- yep. The timing works out exactly right. I'm really not sure at what point I began to be contagious, if it was when my cough got worse or when all those symptoms hit me at once. I love how he's got it narrowed down to this particular incident. I may not have been so responsible. Hmm. But as far as I can tell, I didn't pass it on to anyone. And me having it has actually allowed several other people to be vaccinated. So there's at least one silver lining, as well as the fact that by the end of this, I'll be immunized myself. All in all, if you are able to get the vaccine voluntarily, please do. I live in a small town and I didn't have the option, even though I was highly at risk. How can he live in a small town? Is Palm Springs a small town? No, I don't know if he lives in Palm Springs His or whatever. Twitter says he lives in Palm Springs. This guy, it seems like needs to be around a big population for the amount of work he's getting done on the weekends. Yeah, I would think it would be hard to see yeah. 44 different men a week if... Yeah, I thought these must be reruns, or maybe he doesn't uh, He doesn't uh, recall. My two cents. It's reductive to tell gay people... I was people- like this, hey, hold on. I like now, after the most astounding diary <laughs> of a man's week in the world, we're going to get his two cents now. My two cents. It's reductive to tell gay people not to have sex. (laughs) Can't do it. Just can't. It didn't work in the early days of AIDS, and clearly it's not working now. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But do your best to make educated choices. Check your county's case numbers frequently, and if you can, if you can, avoid groups and non-encounters. If you can. Well, how are you you supposed to get uh, showered upon if you're avoiding groups? I don't know. I mean, it seems tough, but um, yeah. So we bring this up not to make fun of him, but to, one, I'm just astounded by this guy. <laughs> I'm this guy is. There's whole worlds out there be, that I apparently was not aware of. He's got to be the goat at his life, at, the, at what he's into. He's got to be. So here's a little bit of the podcast, of uh, his podcast. Uh, this is the guy you've just heard who is named uh, Babe. Uh, Rogers, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, where's the babe? I like just the beginning. His music is so... It, the music's right on brand, so I liked it. Hello, and welcome to episode three of Pig Talk. My name is Babe Rogers. Today's episode is sort of unplanned. I had plans to talk about something more akin to what I sort of set out to be talking about, more of like a larger concept about pornography in general, but had a fun occurrence today where I was supposed to be getting gang as we speak, and that didn't turn out working out, and it was the second time in like a month. <laughs> so, he was supposed to be getting gang, you mm-hmm. know, as we speak, but, by the way, the difference between... And 
the word you used, O-R-G-Y, mm-hmm. in gang mm-hmm. is what? Well, I know because I listened to the right. beginning of this with you this morning. Right. When, but... when he, everybody versus him <laughs> right. is how it's supposed to work. Right. But they, nobody got blown off. Right. Orgy is everybody together. Right. And that... yeah, his version is he's the. He's the one. He's the I one. had tried to get a group together and it completely like flailed and died by the end of it. By the end of it, I mean like before it could even happen. Um, and for those of you that don't know, pre-COVID, I was sort of known for the bang group content I made. And so I'm like, what is the tea? Let me tell you something. If you like this content, this guy is great. He's a <laughs> fairly good broadcaster. He sounds good. He's well clear spoken, etc. Mm-hmm. He's unabashed. I would say, mm-hmm. and what he says. Overarching concept being that tops are flaky little babies. So he's not that. He's the other one. But mm-hmm. these are just little pieces of what he said. Um, for me, all of my are usually daddies on boy. And that's what I really enjoy. And so I always set out and expressly express that that is what I am looking for to create. So he doesn't actually mean boy as in little boy in that. These are all pseudonyms or something for just younger people and whatever. Now, he says something here that I think that all of us can um, can uh, um, appreciate. Physically, it is taxing to take after I think anyone can understand that. It would be, right? <laughs> I mean... It would be taxing. It sounds like it would be. Yeah. If he's going 25 at a time, that would be taxing, absolutely. Yeah, so we heard a second he does 15 to 20 a night, so that seems like it would be a lot. <sighs> All right, so, so, go ahead. Um, I just want to make one more, like, tiny point about this, mm-hmm. which is you have Ashish Jha telling us that we can't, um, like, tell gay people what to do here. Very clear at this point. Uh, that the community most affected is the LGBTQ community. Um, this is one of the reasons why I said G. we've been deeply engaged with them, um, both to share information, also to learn more, make sure that, that everybody's communicating in a way that's both scientifically accurate uh, and respectful. Um, you know, obviously, uh, uh, it's really important that we do not use this moment to uh, propagate homophobic or transphobic uh, messaging and and i think it's really important that we stick to the science stick to the evidence and do it in a way that's respectable of people yeah because babe rogers is really sensitive about the topic <laughs> yeah. it just goes i mean the other thing that just blew my mind about this having just read this thread and then hearing ashish Jha say that was like we're the ones who are being disrespectful of him like i mean does that thread and that like outlook on life and lifestyle seem respectful of him? I don't know, but I don't like Ashish Jha lecturing us, saying, okay, fine, I'm going to mention that there is a group that should be especially afraid, but you better not be insensitive and be rude about it, etc. Okay, because my name is Ashish, I am a, uh, a male of uh, Indian descent, I'm wearing a gray suit, and um, I'm wearing a mask with so you can see my lips. I mean, I think I mean, the 15 to 20 daddies who just I, Alice, golden I showered all over Alice, him disrespected Alice, him a lot more Alice, than anybody's okay. going to by telling him about monkeypox. Like, Alice, this is, we don't need your moralizing. It's not moralizing. Christian I'm just saying, snake like, handling crap. be respectful. Like, what, what do you think I like? talking about? Listen to, okay? He said he didn't give it to anybody. I'm sure he didn't. What else you got? Wait, but I'm, hang on. Mm-hmm. Because am I being disrespectful? 
No, but you, you're. I don't care what the guy does. I don't care what Babe the Pig does uh, in the bottom of pile of men, and if that's what he's into in, in the weekends. Go ahead. I don't care. I do think to the medical community, you should probably uh, just give him some straight talk and say, "Hey, dude, take a week off, or else you might get monkeypox." Because with the numbers you're processing, it's only a matter of time. Well, right. I mean, obviously, there's that whole angle, too, of like, you know, these are people that told us we all had to stay in our houses and close our businesses and our kids couldn't go to school. But it's disrespectful to tell the gay community maybe to, like, hold back on the orgies for a few weeks until the monkeypox dies down. Right. That's like Mm -hmm. some kind of big problem. But I just think the tone of like, you need to be respectful, like, is so incongruous with the Twitter thread that I just read. Which is not like a deeply how to put this. It's just not a Twitter thread that's like deeply predicated on like mutual respect and like not and you know the value of human dignity. Alice, all of that say. stuff seems to me to be consensual behavior among men. Men are horn dogs, okay? <laughs> Uh, you know, it, it, any guy, especially, for instance, the two dudes we had here over the weekend, if you were to tell us in 1994 that we could uh, be processing a romantic interlude with 25 cute co-eds uh, a, a night or week, we would have opted right the hell in. So I have no problem. This guy, this, this guy who wants to live, then can go to it. I would say... Um, be careful. It seems to me that uh, he might as well be, you know, skydiving without a parachute at this point because it's only a matter of time, you know. To I mean, I doubt monkeypox is the only thing okay. that's a possibility right. here. So I mean, it seems it seems like it's a bit rough, but but you know, it's fine. He does uh, some self check or whatever, or whatever. So. I guess that should so, be. A... Well, it was an educational threat. I'll give it that. Yes, I did learn about how not to get monkeypox. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and uh, man, Palm Springs hotels must be thrilled. <laughs> you mean it's back on? Yes. <laughs> All right, Albie. Should we? Uh, well, we can get a couple of chat chat messages if you want. Or is there? You got anything else? I mean, that's really the two things, really, is the Kamala stuff and this guy. I mean, that's the... <clears throat> well, there is the stuff that um, that Catherine Herridge was reporting last night, that Congress is saying that the FBI deliberately was trying to downplay or get rid of derogatory Hunter Biden information. So Congress is going to start investigating that to see if the FBI was on purpose trying not to uh, let the Hunter Biden information get out there. Yeah, we'll be watching that. It'll be interesting. I mean, it's obvious, it's so scandalous. Didn't we talk about this? No, this did happened say, after the show. It did, really? Are you sure? Yes, it's... I was sitting on the sofa downstairs. Oh, oh <sighs> my goodness. Yeah, it, that and also, you know, something we didn't even talk about mm-hmm. is this meeting in Aspen. A member of the House Intelligence Committee warned Americans to stay away from DNA testing services as the information could be used to develop bioweapons targeting specific groups of Americans or even individuals. Rep. Uh, Jason Crow, D. Colorado, made the comments during an appearance at the Aspen Security Forum in Colorado on Friday, saying Americans are far too willing to give up their DNA to private companies. 
like the 23andMe and all that stuff, uh, he said, look out for that stuff because you'll be individually targeted, which is interesting. <clears throat> they also talked, Joni Ernst was there and talked about military drones and the Chinese being able to use 200 different drones and mass at uh, uh, highly evolved drones that can attack our service members in the battlefield, mass drone attacks. And considering we're about to go to war with China, I think that's very interesting. We should talk about China at some point, too. Well, I mean, yeah, Pelosi's supposed to visit there, maybe, kind of, mm -hmm. and China doesn't want her to. They consider no. it like an active aggression towards them if but, she goes there. So, and, and Biden doesn't want her to, either. Right. He's so, saying the military says it's not a good idea. Right. But um, it seems like she's uh, ready to go. And I mean, it's only we know that we're going to have a confrontation with China. It's only a well, matter of right. time. Especially the Taiwan thing, because Taiwan is its own country mm -hmm. and has been for a while. And it's a like a good, normal, not dystopian mm -hmm. country like China is. Uh, you know, there's no like weaker slavery or like, it's, it's a relatively like modern, normal nation. And and. The idea that China really thinks they can, like, just take it back, where, I mean, it it gets compared to, like, the Ukraine thing a lot, but I think China's watching the Ukraine stuff very closely right oh, now. After seeing the Afghanistan stuff, absolutely. So, this is, um, this is a big deal, and, and I, I honestly don't know what will happen. Like, I'm not an expert in military readiness or anything, but it doesn't seem like our military is at their peak capabilities at the moment. Correct. I mean, and every other story is like a news story about how they're in a huge recruiting crisis and they can't yes. meet any of their targets and nobody wants to, which I can't imagine why when you have like the white privilege lectures and the rainbow flags and every other thing. I don't know why somebody would not be interested in joining the military. It's right an now. invitation. We've been begging them to do it yeah. i mean <sighs> chat chat else my boss is freaking out about monkeypox here at the school it's it's seems like it's been mostly um in the gay community that it's appeared but i guess anybody could get it but you know i'm just like well i'm just you know for, for i'm gonna have to refrain from having gay sex i guess all right bye uh, heterosexuals can get it as well, Alice, as well as, they as can. we know they can. kids Even can get it. two children have gotten it. Correct. So far in the U.S., my understanding is it's 96% men right. who have gotten it, mm -hmm. which if they were men who were in contact with a lot of women, I think there would be more than 4% women getting it. And there mm -hmm. have been two cases of kids getting it, which the CDC put out this incredibly odd statement where they said that like both the cases of kids getting it were linked to members of the men who have sex with men community. Right. Right. And they said, but the, but it's, but the spread is likely supposedly, you know, normal. Household transmission. Right. And that word likely does a lot of work there. When do you think they're going to trot out Dr. Seuss? Or Dr. Crusher. Or Dr. McCoy. Not or any doctor. Dr. Not Pepper. To come and answer questions. <laughs> Probably. The president's health. I'd oh, yeah. be really interested in that. I'm sure they asked about that today and got the same thing. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they did. Yeah, not Dr. Seuss, though. Uh, no, he's problematic now, if you didn't know. Hi. This is Thurston Howell III from Merrimack. Mm-hmm. 
I'm sorry to say that your portrait of me was hyper accurate uh, at Correct. the end of the last episode. I, uh, I'm sitting here in my salmon-colored capri pants with my favorite <laughs> pair of penny loafers, uh, wearing a white golf shirt, mm -hmm. collar up, of course. Of course, dickhead. I'm sorry. Of course. Totally. And uh, topped off with a very douchey periwinkle sweater tied into a knot across my neck gracefully drooping upon my shoulders it's it's beautiful i look like a villain from a 1980s teen movie uh thank you second point uh every time every time i hear ashish Jha and kjp run a presser i am reminded of dr rumak from airplane who, when he's addressing the frightened passengers, he, you know, his nose grows with every mm -hmm. lie. And, uh, and when they're both deferring to each other about who goes in the batting order, I, I keep picturing KJP saying, Dr. Uh, Job, why don't you reach into your bullshit bag first and then I'll reach into mine, okay? What a crew. Holy crow. Correct. Uh, bye. Thanks, Steve. He's absolutely right there. That is... It is, it is, it's, there's nothing like it, but we're so far into crazy world now that it's the, it's hard to pull just one thing out, but I'll grab some of that stuff for tomorrow because we're certainly going to need that. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Happy Taco Tuesday. And by the time you hear this, I may be a trillionaire, which means <laughs> sayonara, suckers. An 830 millionaire. Um, I think we should definitely take the annuity. That's what I'm going with because I don't think we'll make it if we uh, take the lump sum. But uh, you can let us know if you win. You can uh, write us an email at burnbarrelpodcast at gmail.com. Leave us a chat chat message at burnbarrelpodcast.com. At burnbarrelpod on Twitter, burnbarrel, uh, facebook.com slash burnbarrelpodcast. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.